What's up, bro? What's going on, dog? You doing all right? Yeah, I'm good. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Mighty Mind Podcast. My name is Mike. This is my co-host. What's up, everybody? Today's topic is the black community and why we're in the predicament we're in now. So, uh, Brandon, so like, off the top of your mind, like, what's something that comes to mind when you think uh, why we're in the predicament we're in? First, I would say, like, first and foremost, I would definitely say unity is a big problem in our community. Um, not being, not, well, I want to say everybody, but the majority of us not being able to come together on one accord to do something. So many mixed opinions and different personalities and attitudes and stuff like that. So I think it's, that's one of the, definitely one of the reasons why it's hard for us to come together. What about you? I probably have to agree with unity, but I feel like once like we're all together, once we on like work, working on the same way, I mean, I feel like we'll be able to come this way more. But I feel like we it's too it's too much negativity, too much like hate in our community right now. Right, it's like we can see like the value within each other, but it's like we just choose not to. You know. For some reason, it's just hard for us to come together and just support each other on whatever we're doing. It's like it's so much um, envy and hate in our community. I just feel like in our community, like, as a whole, we just don't have enough, like, we don't have enough, like, recreational activities, like, more things like bowling and things of that nature, like, things that you could actually do within, like, the community. I feel like right. most, like, if you you got nothing else to do, you you probably would choose others, like, alternative means, you know what I'm saying, rather than going bowling or anything like that, like, it'd be a whole lot easier for you to walk walk into, like, so. Yeah, definitely true, bro. The lack of recreation and resources when it comes to our community is definitely, it, it, it hits, because it's like when when um, teenagers and stuff like that, when they don't have nothing to do, you know, like, it's like they find something to do. And a lot of times when you just find something to do, it's probably something that you don't have no business doing. You know? Well, you know like that the time. Play- they say that the devil's playground is your idle time. No, for real, that's true. That's true. And it's like when you don't have nothing to do, you tend to make something to do. So integration, how you feel about integration? I feel like at the time I felt I felt like it was necessary, but at the same time, at the time I felt like it was necessary, but I wouldn't say it was just outright beneficial for our people anyway. True. What do you mean by that? Like I feel like as a whole, like. It put, like, even though, like, we was integrated, it gave them a way to, like, create, like, a structure almost. So, like, almost make make us feel like we ain't as equal to them. Like, that's how, even though, like, integration came, we still had, like, Jim Crow laws where we was integrated, but you had to go here and here. But I feel like more so if we was all within, like, a community, like, we wasn't integrated. All of us are more so feel more equal. We'll feel like more inclined that we can all do a whole lot of stuff more so than feeling less equal to another person. Right. What about you? 
I think integration was, like you said, I think at first, like, it may have been beneficial when it comes to making somebody, making us feel equal to them and have equal um, resources and stuff like that, the same shopping marts and um, banks and all that other stuff. But I think to an extent it, it hurt us because once um, once integration happened, it was like it opened people's ability to not still not like us, but take our money out of our community and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's just like, and then when it came to our businesses, it was like since we didn't have to work so hard, um, since we didn't have to do too much to the stuff that we was looking for, we can go to somebody else and get them. It was like we didn't, we we let our our community stuff go. Like we just stopped building what we had in our community. It was like we were just sharing everybody else's, even though it wasn't ours. Like, like, like I said, like, like I said, it was like I felt like it was necessary, not in a beneficial sense, but like more so like public image. Right. You know, more so like I felt like it was pressure upon them to like, okay, we got to do something about this because it's really creating a, like a, a upstart right now. Right. I feel like integration was forced, not, it wasn't something by choice. Yeah, you know, like this capitalistic society, you know, they, they thrive off money. All they want is money. So, everywhere they can get a dollar to come their way, they was going to do it. So, that's why I feel when it came to they businesses, like I said, like they would hate us, you know, they would still think we was animals and stuff like that, but they would take our money and, and give us a smile. Like everything was cool. And in turn, that kind of destroyed us. Right. And now, if you think about it, now when you think about, um, like, in the Jewish community, their money go to their, uh, they ship to their community 18 times. The white community, I think it's like 15 or 16 times. But our community, six hours is the time that our dollars stay in our community. Well, not six times. Six hours is the time frame. So when we get paid or we get some money, our that money stay in our community for six hours at the night. And that's for the average person. But, um, yeah, I feel like integration definitely, it was definitely something to make it seem like everything was all cool and everything was all peaches and cream. But... In the end, it was only a one-sided deal. You know, like, we didn't really gain much from it. Because, like, we had to, we got the ability to go and uh, shop with other people and stuff like that. But then we lost the ability of keeping our money in our community. So, like, we basically just giving it away. True. What else, so, like, what else you feel like hurt, like, what hurt, what they like, hurt our community as a whole? Uh, well, our community as a whole, uh, I think one of the things that hurt our community was feminism. Like, and I don't say that, like, I'm not one of those people that's like, I hate feminists or nothing like that, but I feel like when it comes to our community, it kind of hurt us in a way, like it divided us. What do you I think? Or how do you feel about feminism? I feel, I feel like I'm torn between the two. Like, I feel like, I'm like, I'm definitely not against, like, a woman, you know what I'm saying? Stepping up to, like, right. a bigger role. And then, like, feeling like she more than capable of just, like, her permanent label. But at the same time, I feel like it hurt because I feel like it messed up, like, the order of the house, sort of. Right. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. 
that's awesome because it's like um i feel like yeah i am for women's rights and i am for women being having the ability to make or men make for doing the same job and right you know can call the same shots and stuff like that but as far as the household i feel like it is it opened that spot for women to especially our women to say well i don't need a man you know and that's what i mean by created that divide it made it. It kind of took men out. You know, it was just like as you a woman, you can you can be the mother and the father. You know, a lot of that came with like governmental assistance, so it's like it's easier for a female to get like sectionated food stamps or something to take care of her kids than it is, you know, for us. And the only way that she can get that is if she doesn't have a man. So it's right. like it kind of it's like it it really separated us when it comes to because it's like so. You know, in the 60s and, and um, like, the 50s, 60s and stuff like that, when they was having, like, the um, civil rights movement, the men and the women, they was both fighting in the civil rights movement. But when the feminism, the third wave of the feminism movement came, it kind of pulled women in or pulled our women in. I don't think it ever was, like, no, I don't think it was ever a point where it was, like, our women didn't have a place in our community. You know, that was, um, like, the well, that happened in the white community, but I don't think that ever really happened with us. But it's just, like, our, they tapped into the emotions of our females, and then that's how they just recruited them in. How do you feel about religion in our community? I feel like religion is, so I feel like it's, like, religion is one of those divide and conquer type of things, you know? And it like it creates differences in our community because if we not all one religion, then we all arguing about whose God is real and what what uh really happened and the lessons that they was learning or the precepts or whatever type of knowledge they have concerning their religion is right and everybody else is wrong. How about you? I feel like that's yeah, like but in our community it's like like Muslims and Christians, you know. I know it do like I see where like it could create a divide. And I said, and I, and like, I ain't gonna say, and religion is good. Like, don't worry, I believe in Christian, I believe in the higher power, I believe in God. But I also believe, like, some people get too lost in it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, say for somebody praying for a job, like, they're sitting there, like, they go to church every day, they say every Sunday, Wednesday, and they sit there and pray, pray, pray over and over. But at the same time, they're not out here. Like doing job applications, like applying themselves to actually get a job. I feel like some right. people, I don't say rely too much on prayer, but some people pray without action and respect and expect things to happen. And so I feel like sometimes we can get too lost in religion. And I don't say yeah. lost in religion, more so put it, put it more like, yeah, God can handle everything. And every every one of our problems, but he also ain't gonna fix none of our problems if we ain't trying to fix the problems ourselves. Right, that's definitely true. Cause it's like a lot of times, like you said, we just get lost in just praying all the time. Like we just think that if we just pray, everything can go away or something like that, or everything can go in our favor. But um, faith without the works is dead, you know. So if you just got the faith, and you know, you just going straight, straight off faith, and you have no works to go behind it. It's just like you, you kind of cheating yourself. That's like that's like talking about something without having no action behind it, you know? Right. Like you just wishing, you just wishing something will happen, but you're not putting yourself in a position to get it.
I definitely think it could be a stumbling block for certain people because, like you said, uh, it's just a lot of people, they get too caught up in just just believing. And I'm not saying, like, the higher, the higher power has no ability, but they just get caught up in just in praying. And I'm going to just pray and I'm going to just go to church and I'm going to do this. And they think that their life is just mysteriously going to change. But it takes some, some, a strong amount of work and not only just working, but manifesting that stuff into reality. And a lot of times with religion, it just tells you to just pray on it, you know, just pray and it'll change. And that's not true. True enough. We've been, we've been a lot of like, no problems and stuff within our community, but what's what you feel like a good thing within our community right now? A good thing, our community. I feel like our community is definitely waking up to a lot of stuff that we've been sweet on for a while. Um, as far as like knowledge and teaching each other and um, starting to uplift each other, I see a lot of that, and I see a lot of people that want to see us do good and stuff like that within our community. A lot of us as waking up and actively trying to speak change and trying to trying to change the dynamic of our community. I feel like that's definitely a good thing that's happening. What about you? Yeah, I feel like right now it's like it's like a big black empowerment movement like going on. Like currently like I feel there's more black people like realizing each other's worth. Like we we need so much more to to me like we need so much more criticizing one another. Like we're more so the Black is Beautiful movement, Black Lives Matter, like, we're more so trying to incorporate one another again. Right. I feel like within our community, like, when all of us together, like, the joy we bring each other, like, you can definitely tell, like, when all of us is around each other, like, the joy we bring each other. Like, I feel like nobody has felt like we have, uh, like, given a certain situation. I thought we make, I, I thought we make nothing out of anything. Make something out of anything. Yeah, that's true. That's true, like, man. You could, we could legit. I feel like our community, just because, you know, we the first and everything, it's just like we know everything. So it's like, even like you said, when we giving nothing, you know, you think about um people be talking about the testimonies of how they found me, they didn't have no food or nothing, but they still ate or, like, they didn't have um something in their house, but they still managed to get everything that they wanted so it's like it's it's, it's powerful because we so re- such a resourceful people you know right. all right so when it comes to drugs in our community how do you feel about um what do you feel that impact how do you feel that impact the predicament that we in right now drugs okay like at the same time like like in the 80s like cracking stuff was put in the put in the hood and stuff so like our, our drug problem initially started not by our hands. That makes sense. But I also feel like nowadays we do abuse drugs and we we don't, we don't have a proper like. I feel like within our community, we feel like as a man we got to do so much like uphold like certain standards. So like even like therapy and things of that nature. That's some things that don't go on. People more so turn to drugs. But also at the same time. A lot of our music, like it, like we embrace like drug culture. Like, so I feel like majority of the music we listen to, I like, guess, all it's all around us. Majority of the time, through music, through like visual representation, like that music, and like just people you know. You know, I just feel like it's all around us at all times. But I feel like one of the main uh, enforcers of it is our music. 
today. Our music collection. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. What about you? Um, so when it comes to drugs, I feel like a lot of the drugs that we use is like a comfort thing. And a lot of times we may not realize that we hooked on something or we doing something, you know, but right. I feel like a lot of times due to like the predicament that we be in, like you were saying, it's kind of hard out here. So it's like a lot of times since the, the death, damn, hold on. A lot of times, because it's like the predicament that we in, we turn to like substance as just like a comforter, you know. And yeah. sometimes it destroys people. I want to say everybody who get onto drugs, it destroys. It depends on the type of drug. But I feel like when it comes to like marijuana and stuff like that, a lot of times it helps our people, you know. Like it for a lot of people, it get them up and you know get them running and stuff like that, get them ready for their day. It's like it's a natural thing. So I feel like when it comes to weed, if you smoking weed because like you depressed or you stressed out or you sad or something, that's just like it's a coping mechanism and it's a way to, to become addicted to it, you know. But I feel like if you just if you just like it, if you just smoking just because you like it or you just like I said, I don't really know about all the other drugs, but as far as this one because it is the most weed in our community, I just feel like. Um, it could it it depends on the person. It depends on the person when it comes to the judge. I mean, it depends on the person and it depends on the judge. How the outcome is. I wanna say that drugs single handedly destroyed our community. I would just say that how people use the drugs destroyed our community. Yeah, I agree on that. Yeah, so okay, so out of the four things that we mentioned, I mean, what do you think has had the most impact on the predicament that we in right now? Integration. Integration. I definitely say integration too, because it destroyed it destroyed um black economics when it comes to other building schools and banks and all type of businesses, you know. And like in a capitalistic like society, like you said, when you don't have no money, of course, like you automatically feel inferior to the right. person. And then it's hard it's hard to build a build an empire in our community when we just constantly giving our money away. You know, and they understand that they understand how money works. They understand that we don't have no money and we don't have no resources. Yeah, we can't go too much longer. Or we at least we won't have nothing in our community that represent that we own to keep going, you know, to build us up. And I feel like we just haven't really had time to build generational wealth just yet. But like most, like the majority of our people, like we haven't we haven't too long just fully been free, like from slavery and even after slavery, it's still like hella records going on behind us. And like definitely, I feel like like at this day and age, like I definitely feel like black people like at this point in time can do it and make however money they want to. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the doors are are a lot more open than they have been in the past. I feel like feel some some resistance. I also feel like there's enough leeway out here that we can do more than what we're doing. And, right. and some and some people like some people doing way more than I'm doing currently. But I just feel like the doors are open up way more for us now. Like we had people who couldn't even go to school, didn't even get the opportunity to learn how to read. Like these are our people, our ancestors down the line. So I feel like even like the simple fact that we can go to school, 
do all this. We can drive cars. We can. We got all this free opportunity that our ancestors weren't even given the opportunity to experience not once. You know, it's crazy that you it's crazy that you say that because like a hundred years ago, you ever heard of Black Wall Street? Yep. happened like a hundred years ago. Yeah, and it and it was our own community where I think it was like ten thousand of us, and we had schools and churches and businesses, barber salons, and that type of stuff. Um, and our ancestors didn't have half of the stuff that we have today. And then I think about that because that was a time where we were more together. We were more of a community because it was integrated back then. But I say, like, when it comes to right now, when I just say that we just really don't, a lot of times we don't see the significance in our own business. If, we, if it was like we had to shop with each other and we had to appreciate one another, then I feel like it would be way easier. We just don't spend our money in the right places. It's not that we don't have to spend it part because we have $20 billion that we spend annually, but we just don't spend it in the right places. Our challenge for the audience is, so three, three out of these four things, integration, feminism, and religion, has to do with this, this unity in our community. So it will only be right that the challenge has something to do with that. So I'll say the challenge for the audience is go and talk to somebody in our community and um, you know, like we always say, you ain't got to be their best friend and hold a 10-minute conversation with them, but go talk to them, ask them, hey, how they doing? You know, just make a new friend. I feel like that's a a good way to get us to comfortable with talking to each other and, and even more comfortable when it comes to supporting one another. We already knowing one another and talking to one another and familiar with each other's faces, you know, and that's probably why we, probably why it's so hard for us to get ahead now because we're not used to each other. You know, like, we see each other and we happy, but we still, it's like we still got our guard up when we around. So just try to put your guard down and go and meet somebody new today. You know, talk to them and see where it go. Let us know where it go. But um, y'all looking for me, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at B from Israel, B-F-R-M, Israel, it's all one word. Uh, my Twitter is Mike underscore Williams 17. My Instagram tag is Mike underscore Williams 44. <laughs> All right, for sure. We got thank you for everybody that came out to our podcast. And we'll see you in the next one. Peace.